hidden behind closed doors. This is Beer and Movies. I'm Jason. And I'm Michael. Michael, what are we discussing today? Today, we're talking about 1977's Kingdom of the Spiders with William Shatner. Jason, what are we drinking with it? Today, we're sponsored by Tarantula Hill, and we're drinking Tarantula Hill IPA. Boom. Thank you, Tarantula <laughs> Hill. This, cheers. Cheers. This is tasty, isn't it? Very tasty. Juicy. What do you expect from IPA? No, nice. no bitterness. No. Yeah, they're very cool. Uh, I like it. They're in Thousand Oaks. Quiet little town. Yeah. Gets hot in the summer. Boy, it gets hot up there. <laughs> but uh, come on. We try to I pair know. the beer with the movie. We do, but in, it gets a little more difficult when we're asking beer for beer. Mm-hmm. This was an easy one. I mean, it's right there. And they gave me the Tarantula Hill IPA, yeah. which is, I think, what you call it their flagship. Yeah. This is so good. It's it an is. easy drinking. It's, it's an IPA, regular one, so 7%, boom, drinkable. You can knock them back. If you are in Thousand Oaks in the summer, this wouldn't be a bad beer to have. Go out there to Tarantula Hill. Mm-hmm. And apparently, my understanding is it's Thousand Oaks, but there is a hill called Tarantula Hill there. That is known for having tons of tarantulas. There is places in Southern California that you can go out when they do their big, huge, I don't know, mating time period. They all come out into the ground and everything like that. That's the time <laughs> to leave them alone. I got no problem with spiders. <laughs> then it's interesting because casting this movie, they had finding a leading lady was a little difficult because you had to be comfortable around spiders. And there's yeah. a scene where she, the leading lady handles yeah. it. And it was specifically the ladies they had trouble with. So yeah. I read the data on like how many spiders they purchased. It was 5,000 spiders. Spoiler alert. But they did really kill a number of spiders. Well, I I mean, in half those scenes, I can't imagine how you could not. No, <laughs> no. If they were fake spiders, but you see real spiders moving, they yeah. didn't have the tech at the time to yeah. make a real realistic movie. No, the car is driving through, and apparently William Shatner said it really bothered him. He looks like he's tap dancing in scenes where he's trying to get around. I call it shatting it up, because he's, <laughs> he's just so Shatner. I mean, this is a great vehicle for him. Oh, it is. He didn't want it at first, and I love it because it's, it's set in Arizona. We both saw it as a kid. Yes. And we're both, you know, just to date ourselves this was before streaming before like cable was at least we didn't have cable it wasn't in every household rental stores were still kind of new so you saw a movie in the theater or on network television they'd show movies during the week and that's where i saw this i and as a kid i saw it and it has one of the greatest horror movie endings ever. I don't care what anyone says. And I, there are just some images that stick out. People like wrapped in spider's webs, dead. And it's pretty creepy. Well, I mentioned to you when we took our little spring vacation out to Sedona that we stopped at Camp Verde to get a cup of coffee. And I took pictures of the scene when the downtown is going crazy with the spiders. And it still looks... The same. Real quick overview of the entire plot. Spiders are starting to attack wildlife, big wildlife. They take down a a full-grown bull, and it's becoming this issue in this little sleepy town in Verde Valley, Arizona, and the veterinarian in the town, Rack, was trying to figure out what's going on. What they figure out is this the 70s. There are a lot of, you know, nature run amok, nature getting revenge movies. After, Especially after Jaws, you have these, you know, creatures besetting uh, t- towns. And there are so many pesticides being just dumped on crops. It's killed all the spiders' natural prey. So what they've done is they've adapted the tarantulas. Their venom has become five times more toxic. And they're just basically migrating and saying, now you're food. Yes. So if you if you can take down a giant bull, it ain't long before they're going to come after you. So this little town gets run over by a bunch of 
angry spiders that are kind of like, we're kind of pissed that you're ruining everything. So that's it in a nutshell. And it's just fun all the way. There's a Western vibe. We talked about this. Like from the beginning, beautiful shot. Of you know, tons Arizona. of westerns were shot in that it, Sedona, and you see that same those same Im- images going back to the forties. And when you go from that, it's just you know these these panning and, and panning shots and uh, wide shots of the desert. It's gorgeous. Dorsey Burnett wrote a song especially to celebrate Verde Valley that I think you wrote some lyrics. It's a country, <laughs> so it's kind of a country song. And yeah, it, it sounds sort of funny. There's a part where it's, in, I'm going to quote it. Will tomorrow bring the love we need? It just has some really hokey. It is, you it's know, Beasley Valley country music <laughs> lyrics. Yeah, and I own this on DVD, a special edition with commentary. And the director John Bud Cardos said that they set that up intentionally to give this kind of the audience a peaceful feeling, and it's even mentioned in their peaceful Verde Valley. Yeah. <laughs> but he wanted to set people up, so you, you just. You think, oh, you know, I'm kind of comfortable before, boom, the horror show of the spiders. But I kind of feel like if you're going to a movie named Kingdom of the Spiders, you you kind of know it's a horror movie. So The Western feel continues because then we go to the Colbys, who are this African-American ranching couple. They're letting their prize calf out, running in the field, and they're just talking about... They're doing the look that you see in Westerns. Looking out across the landscape, and they go... You know, we got it pretty good. This ain't bad. Well, and, this is a prize bowl. They're oh, at the county and, fair that's taking place over this three-day week. This is a three-day movie. The Jaws. This yeah. is the Jaws tie-in because yeah. there's a big event. Like, you know, Amity had this place having a county fair, so like nothing can go wrong. And you get right off the spider cam. It was interesting. The choice. Did you call it spider cam? Too? I call it spider cam. I, I have it. Yeah, I wrote it down. I went spider cam. You know, spider cam. Then they they also use a music from Psycho, basically. Yes. And the music is hilarious because you have Dorsey Burnett's original stuff. And when you watch it throughout, the music is all over the map. And and they used a music library, and they basically took music cues from old Twilight Zone episodes. So it adds to a little oddness. It does. There's at times the tone you just you go, what the hell's going on here? Well, even the intro where they get a close up of the cow's face as the spiders attack. I think they're trying to suggest that the cow is emoting onto the screen like, oh my gosh, spider. It was odd. Oh, Jason, but even the spiders. There's this scene where the sheriff goes out to tell Birch Colby that her husband's dead, and they show a spider like watching them. Like the, the spider's sitting there watching, like because <laughs> they get revenge on this guy because he burns their hill. They keep talking about, like, the spiders are aggressive and they're more toxic. And I'm thinking, I'd be a little more scared that these things are thinking. They're, like, strategizing and planning. They get vengeance on a guy who burned. They're like, we aren't going to forget this guy. They do. They go out and they get him. They know enough to go down into the basement and take out the fuse box. Well, They plug up the air conditioning. They, it's like they know these things. I'm like, I would go, these things are sentient. We're doomed. <laughs> I like this movie. Fam. This is a well-acted B-movie. But the whole time I'm like, I think I could outrun a lot of those tarantulas. I, I think if I had Jason, my I druthers, I, I think I could have like really solved a lot of their issues really fast. Which is like, hey, let's just keep on walking if we step on them. Eh, they're spiders. I'm sorry, but I was uh, just like zombies. <laughs> I was strategizing. And I thought, you know those waders that people wear when they're fishing? You put yeah. on a pair of those, you're pretty pretty good to go. Because every once in a while, they'd look out the window and you'd see tarantulas, you know, slowly meandering across the streets. And they're like, oh my gosh, there's no <laughs> way we can get out of here. I'm like, well, you could just walk surrounded. out. 
there, yeah. you know, and they're moving fast for insect, but they're nowhere moving fast for you. I mean, don't get me wrong. If there was, you know, if I had a mile of yeah. that, some point one of them might get on your pants yeah. and be able to bite you. And if their venom is five times stronger, it should hurt you pretty yeah. bad. But I, I'm with you. I just kind of thought, you know, if I got those waders and then I just put vegetable oil yeah. all over them, it's yeah. like they wouldn't be able to climb up. And then I just sort of speed walk right, right out of Verde, peaceful Verde Valley. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they don't. They don't. You know, it, they don't take the motor home. No. These things. And, and also I would say, Jason, they show such cunning and ability to think that they're going to have a plan. <laughs> well, we'll get they, to the they're, the, they're cracking the, the glass. Etymolo- the entomologist, yeah, the entomologist Diane Asher. They never referred to her a doctor. I'm assuming she's a doctor. We might as well get this one out of the way. This is 1977. There's a lot of misogyny, casual misogyny about you know you're kind of you're kind of pretty for a girl. He's, that's an actual line. Okay. They treat her. They kind of laugh at her when she shows up and says, "Dude, you got a problem. This calf, and it's a large calf." This thing died of spider. And just <laughs> like I text you, you could take clips out of this movie and use it as a um, corporate HR video about sexual harassment in the workplace. <laughs> I mean, it's so weird when we meet him. He's riding a horse. And, and William Shatner said that directors, because he really can ride. Yeah, exactly. The man is an experienced horseman. Yeah. And he owns horses. But it was funny, this interview I saw where he goes on about, you know, oh, I can ride a horse. And so directors were always looking to put me on a horse. But he's riding a horse and he's giving shots to this calf and he's got you know pretty lady with him yeah. and they're joking and talking and then they're rolling around and you th- yeah I, I kind of thought you know if you just saw this the first time this is his girlfriend or his that, that's wife. my assumption too the first and time. they're rolling around rolling around in an embrace he's lassoing yeah. her and, like, Ooh. and then she calls him John and he gets angry and he shoves, shoves her off. And then he goes, I'm not my brother. This is the whole thing. This ends up being his sister-in-law. And his brother died. Nam, second yeah. day there. Second day. And, and it's it's weird. His relationship with her is so confusing. I can see why she's upset. Later in the movie when this pretty doctor oh, yeah. shows up, sister-in-law is heartbroken. It's an odd subplot it's, that I'm not sure why they need to have it. The actress was married to Shatner at the time. Uh, Marcy Lafferty appeared in a lot of his movies at the time. According to Tiffany Bowling, who plays Dr. the entomologist, in real life, William Shatner was flirting with her heavily, which is very odd because he was doing it in the movie, but also in the movie there's a scene where a married man openly flirts. He's creepy as hell. <laughs> openly flirts with... Chemical Toilet King. <laughs> good Lord. Or Vern. Vern Johnson. Just flirts with her shamelessly while his wife is sitting at a table right there. It's very strange. But the treatment of women is a little odd. They don't respect the doctor who shows up. Going so far as when she says, uh, would you be less skeptical of me if I was a man? And he goes, hey, yeah. the only one who's uptight about you being a woman is you. I called Tempe and checked you out. They said you know what you're talking about. <laughs> I went, you called Tempe to say... Hey, I want to know more about this lady entomologist you sent. Does she really know things? If you watch it, just know what you're getting into. And it's one of these tropes that I still think to this day you see where she is a professor, the University of Arizona in Tempe, to be exact, because that's what she states. <laughs> and there's this trope there are some that odd statements. where university professors or people who work for in academia are always wealthy because she rides in she's high fashion in a mercedes as a contrast to uh verde valley which seems 
very rural and poor. Blue collar. But I don't know why they always put professors as being like, they're making a lot of money. I know. Because the, I know professors, and they don't. The few that probably make a lot of <laughs> yeah. money are a few. Yeah. Well, do we need to talk how Rack does go to the Colby's farm? You know what? You're right. Yeah, because we just kind of jumped all yeah. over. Yeah, because he after he throw pushes his sister-in-law off, he gets a page and he has to go out. Colby needs him, but Colby meets him at his place. Yeah. That's what. So Colby brought his calf in. It's foaming at the mouth. He's like, it looks like he ran into a hornet's nest. What's wrong? And Colby is worried about two things. He's really worried <laughs> about being quarantined. Yes. You're going to quarantine? Quar- that- That's a big deal around here. Apparently. Yeah. And also, is it black leg? Yeah. Don't tell me it's black leg. <laughs> oh, man, if it's black leg, that's not good. And so Rack takes him, takes the calf in, you know, it dies. They don't. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. So he's like, I'm going to send this up to Flagstaff. So Tempe and Flagstaff, are they that close to each other? Um, Tempe is it's a not, suburb of Phoenix. Yeah, they're not that close. So it's no. curious because he says, I'm going to take this up to Flagstaff. Flagstaff. But then the, someone from Tempe comes. Eh, yeah. That's one thing. But anyway, he's at the gas station. And that gas station. This all is happens the, really quick. Is too, the, by the way. poorest gas station. I don't know what they were trying to say about that scene, but that was like dirt depression era poor, where everybody's filthy. The gas attendant's filthy. Seems to be a good natured guy. Clyde, beautiful teeth though. Yeah. I have to say, like the local old Clyde has like chickens in his car and, and a, then a giant hay bale and. And a cow. And a cow. Yeah. And he's just, he's got $5. He's got flat tire. And, yeah. and Earl says, I could do give you a recap one for 22 And he goes, got $5. And he's like, I, I, can't. I can't. And so he drives, starts driving away in a flat tire. And then Shatner pulls up. And then dude's going to go help Clyde get a tire. And he goes to get one. And there's a spider in the tire. He gets bit. He, he, he gets, uh, does he though? Well, because he's, he keeps brushing his hand with like, you think the spider probably might have pierced him but it doesn't Bit him seem... or it could be the hairs the hair that's one of their protections and that they said more than anything in, the, in shooting this movie it wasn't spider bites that were the yeah. issue they shed their hair it's a defense thing and it's where they get itching powder do you do, have you ever had a tarantula as a pet no but i i like them i think they're cool the natural history museum has a, in in la had used to have a, a giant bug fair every year and you could go and buy them there and you could let bugs crawl on your hands as you go to all these vendors not a fan. When I was younger and worked at a grocery store, when the bananas would come in, odds are you'd open up that banana crate and you'd go, and a tarantula would come out at least once a week. Not a big fan of spiders. I like them. But I would be careful because I know another spider, which is much more deadly, the Brazilian wandering spider. Those have been known to get, they, they call them banana spiders too, because they'll get into the bananas. And those things are, have the most powerful venom of any spider. But the tarantula wouldn't bother me. I just don't know if I'd hold it because I know that they do have the hair that they shed. Yeah. And that's, they've used that, that. Yes. And so they said that was a huge problem. But I just this, don't but think, I, I didn't think as a spider as a pet. I don't know if they're going to be like cuddly to I, you. You, you have a rat. Don't even start. No, I don't have rats. Yeah. You, you have rats in your house. So don't even start with me. No, I I will fully admit that I'm more dog and and cat. If I have a pet, yeah. it's gonna be dog or cat. It'll be Madagascar hissing cockroaches as pets or no, millipedes. Not a snake. <laughs> I mean, I love snakes, I love spiders, but I just you know I want something I can go goof around with. Yeah. So the the attendant, I don't know if he, but he spits. He's he spits at the spider and goes, "Take that, you ugly shit." <laughs> I don't know. That just cracked me up. Meanwhile, Diane pulls into yeah. town. Ashley. And, Diane Ashley. Yes. Yeah. And she thinks Rack is the attendant, 
And so he adopts this weird accent. She goes, oh, would you fill it up and check check the oil and, and try not to get any grease on my car? He's like, okay, ma'am, you just, he's, he's being all Shatner, yes. flirting with her shamelessly. City folk versus rural folk. Oh, he's yeah. just eating it up. He's just playing the role. And she goes, you know, where, where could I stay? And he goes, well, you go on down. You make a left and there's Washburn's Lodge. Emma, she'll set you up. And then she goes, where's the bathroom? He goes, I don't know why he does this. Just to be a trickster? Yeah, just to like be a low kind key, of... Like yeah. a trickster god where he goes, oh, the women's room is shut down. Use the men's room. She goes, and then Earl comes out. He's like, where, where'd he go? And he's like, it's a she. And he's like, why is she in the win, women, men's bathroom? And he's like, ask her. Like, Rack just going around being weird. It's funny. It, I have to say this. Like, Shatner, at, during this time, he's in his mid-40s. He looks good. The acting's well done. You you like Rack as a character, but when you stand back, you're like, he's kind of a jerky guy. <laughs> he is. I mean, I mean, he's dismissive of her because she's a woman. Yes. Even though she's a professional. And I mean, he. I kind of question his bona fides because she says, I'm an entomologist. Like, I was sent, oh, yeah. this is the person that was sent from university, and I'm an entomologist. If you're a vet, especially a veterinarian, you're familiar yeah. with all this, you go, why would they send me an entomologist for a dead cow? Yeah. And he doesn't have any curiosity. He just kind of poo-poos, like, oh, it ain't no spider. It is just so dismissive of women. I guess watching it so many times in such a short span, I just kept finding these moments, and I go, wow, this is wildly dismissive of her. Of course, they're going to meet again because she's in town to yeah. meet with Rack, and Emma tells her about Rack. You know, oh, because that. they go to the, she goes to the Washburns a lot. Yeah, now. which Checks which in. is where I'd stay. Yeah, especially like I think what did she say? The cabins were like eleven bucks a night or something. Is ridiculous. And those cabins still there? I didn't go down and visit that area, but you could go and visit those cabins and everything like that. I think it's still like a place that you could guy. I don't think they're ten or eleven dollars anymore. Oh hell no! I especially do like after this movie. But Doctor Ashley walks in and somehow she misses that someone's sitting in a tree. Right above her. <laughs> is that is that old Fred? <laughs> it's Emma. She just cut, oh, she just cuts branches. Emma's a hoot. Yeah, she is, she is a hoot. Way too much shares. Way too much. Way too much. I, I don't care that in two weeks because she tells her you know it's nine bucks now. It's gonna go up in two weeks. I go. I'm not gonna be here, so I don't care. Yeah. But it also it gives us more information. It gives us the Jaws connection because there's a county fair. She's like, we're not trying to rip anyone off, but we do have to make a living and we do have to survive yeah. out here. So when the county fair, this is a huge county fair, apparently. I'm, it's a big deal. I grew up in county fair country, man. There's tons of county fairs, yeah. but this and, is, and this they are. Some are bigger than others. It's true. But this is a big deal. I want to ask you a question about what Emma says. I've never um, heard this phrase used before. When Diane introduced herself, Emma's response is, is that right? <laughs> so like I would say... First meeting, you was like, hey, my name is Mr. Jason Young. And you were like, is that right? Have you ever heard that phrase before? I, it it, it catch, catches me every single time I watch that movie. Is that right? It, it's it's something you say when you're kind of surprised. Okay. I, mean, I, I don't know why you'd be surprised to meet someone. Unless unless she's thinking, oh, you know. If I gave some weird, strange name, you, you might say, is that right? But Yeah, because like, she, hey, she, doesn't, she doesn't introduce herself as doctor, does yeah, she? No. no. She's a Diane Ashley yeah. from the University of Arizona. She's like, is that right? And it just it catches me every time because I think that's an odd phrase. Anyway. Rack is drinking a beer with the sheriff who's in uniform, oh. I'm assuming, on the job. Is, Not that, that, I'm, is that Miller High Life they're drinking? Absolutely. Oh, throughout. Miller High Life is thanked at the end of the movie. Yeah. And because there's, they're always drinking Miller High Life in at uh, Emma's bar. During the work day. This is yeah. like probably 1 o'clock in the I got to move to Verde Valley. The sheriff, the town vet, and the mayor. The mayor shows up and starts, and it's, again... 
Jaws. He doesn't care if no. all this stuff is happening. Ter- terrible. You know, you might have a serious problem. Can't have a quarantine. Can't. We got a county fair. I kept paralleling it with that mayor in yeah. Jaws. who's like, I want you to find the kids who wrote that on the billboard, you know? Oh, it's very similar. There, there's a lot of crossover. There's e- yeah, there's even the scene, the moment when she confronts the mayor and, you know, calls me. We'll get to that. But the mayor shows up. Then Diane shows up, of course. And, and Rag goes, oh, boy. And he, he turns his back on her, trying to kind of hide. And she says, I'm looking for Rack. Then she doesn't notice the guy in the mauve shirt pink a salmon colored shirt and she goes over and she goes you and he's like all sheepish and then he just starts flirting with her and she says i'm an entomologist from tempe and she says you got a serious situation that thing died of venom and he goes you'd say a snake killed that no i'm saying spiders he goes and the mayor of course is like thank goodness it's not gonna be a quarantine i know i'm out of here now i got things to do Grab me one of those brewskis for the road. Yeah, he gives me, after the mayor freaks out, he goes, sounds like you need a beer. He's like, okay, bud. So, I mean, speaking of that, cheers. Oh, yeah. This This is good. This is hops. Hops without the bitterness. It's kind of interesting. You are a fan of Tarantula Hill. I am. Uh, My uh, friend, the Webbers, they're also a fan of Tarantula Hill. I have not been up there yet. It's a goal to get up there. But this is delicious. We'll have to make a day of it. They had a cherry lime sour that was really tasty. That sounds like a cherry limeade. It, that's pretty much, I think, what they're basing on. They had a, a, I think they had a Hefeweizen. It was great. We had a, a lot of fun. I brought some other beer back. We had friends visiting. Excellent. So it worked out great. And one, uh, our friend Shane, he's a home brewer, loves beer just like me. So made a day of it, went up to Thousand Oaks, tried a bunch of different beers. They Brian, the guy I was in contact with, left this. And they have food. They have nice food. We had some good food and, and tried some beer. And then when I was getting ready to go, I said, now I'll take my beer. Thanks again, guys. This is would totally stand on that porch and listen to what, Rack yeah. talk about himself. I don't think he's so much playing a character as he's being Bill Shatner. Do you think there's ever been anyone more comfortable in their own skin than no. William Shatner. No, he is. And it comes across... I mean, is this Captain Kirk? Because it's the same type of character or anything oh, like that. yeah. You and know. this, like, the body, the yeah. the physical acting, it's great. So she's te- she's telling him all this stuff about... This is spider venom. And this is serious. And he's just kind of laughing. And, and the sheriff is kind of... They're both like, oh, okay, whatever. And then he just starts flirting with her. Yeah, he invites her to dinner and she declines. But this is not going to be the last time. He eventually is going to get dinner with her no matter what. Yeah. And she leaves and he has this very weird colloquial saying. It's something like, she's slick as a gnat's ass. Which also, I've never heard. It might be something because he did ad-lib. In the interview, he mentioned that he, he did do, and you can kind of feel it. There are scenes, they're done pretty well. But you just feel that they're, they're ad-libbing and this is a take they used. Mm-hmm. Because he just was like, I'm just going to Shatner all over this movie. <laughs> I love it. So <laughs> so then she ends up going back to Washburn's Lodge. We are introduced to the Vern the and his dork. wife. Yeah. He's such a dork. Vern. We discussed that with his chem- king of chemical engineer, you know, and chemical that, toilets. And that's when he flirts. He walks up and he says, can I buy... He looks over his shoulder at his wife to make sure she's not paying attention. He goes, can I buy you a drink? Pretty girl shouldn't drink alone. Uh, so many things that you you look through the lens of today and you, and you go, boy, you could do this movie again, but there'd have to be a lot of changes. Yeah. <laughs> and she heads back to her room, and this is a scene where they're trying to build some tension because there's a tarantula there. Mm-hmm. And we have that spider cam again. But we're told that she's an entomologist. 
it was kind of an odd scene where they're building up, where they're building up, and it's like, oh, she's there's gonna be a jump scare, and then she's like, oh, well, look at you, and she just picks up the spider. She's like, I'm gonna put you outside. Yeah. Just because they said that she was an entomologist, we have to prove it to you that she's a strong woman, so she's gonna be able to touch the spider. I think I think it was more of just like a cheap tension build. Yeah. But meanwhile, Colby can't find old Jake. His dog, he had let his dog out. I think that Colby is a negative Nelly because the next thing is, I guess next step, like it's always, I guess next step is to destroy my stock. Yeah, because old Jake's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Rack and Diane come out. And his wife comes out and says, "Old Jake is dead." Yeah. So they go and they're checking it out. Yeah, and he, he and that's he, exactly what he says. He, and then he casually he, says, "Well, maybe it's because of this giant spider." Well, I no, have. that's great because she <laughs> she tells him, "Dude, no, you're it's not an affliction. Yeah. Your animals are being attacked by spiders." And he and that he goes, oh, "That explains Spider Hill." <laughs> and I'm like, "We if anything, what the hell are you like, talking about? Why didn't you tell this, Jason, to if, rack the first time? If, if there was like a rabbit hill yeah. in your if all of a sudden just popped out of nowhere in your backyard do you think you'd keep just go and what i what's interesting is he goes it's the damnest thing never seen anything like it i stood there and watched it for an hour and i thought wait these things are taking down large cows they didn't come after him that's odd. Actor who plays Colby. Woody uh, Strode, man. Former NFL player, moved to acting. And I know that we're both psych fans. You realize that the character, the corner who's brought in. Yep, named after him. Named after him. Yep. <laughs> uh, he was also great uh, Once Upon a Time in the West. Sergio Leone. Opening scene of that. One of the great opening scenes of all time. He and Jack Elam are waiting for a man. They're going to kill him. And it's Charles Bronson. It's just like one of the most beautifully shot scenes ever, but it's such a great opening. He's one of the guys, and Charles Bronson shows up, and you know things don't go well for these guys. But yeah, he has a small role there. So Spider Hill, let's talk about that because that, that should have been like the conversation number one. Yeah, and, <laughs> when and your also, died. also they keep talking after this fact. They go out and there is a hill, and it's oh, just covered with freaking yeah. tarantulas. And she picks one up. She goes, "Huh." This one's 600 miles from home. I mean, and still, Rack, you know, is like, I don't know about this spider. Sure it is. Spi- yeah, spider issue. Yeah, whatever. But what's great is, like, after this and later on, they keep talking about how these spiders are cannibals. But it doesn't click here yeah. that she's like, I've got basically an ant hill, but it's spiders and they're living together peacefully. He asked her to dinner again, dinner number two, and she's like, nope. And then he says, can you get her back to her place? I got to go see my girl. What is up with this guy? He no. just, I mean, he's just like catting around. He's just like a tomcat. And so he is off to see his sister-in-law and his niece. And that dialogue in this scene is cringeworthy. Because she clearly is into her brother-in-law. Her husband is dead. And they seem to have a very flirtatious relationship. And she asks... They stand really close for people. And she basically says, like, doesn't make sense how you're acting around me. You know, you can... What's you, the phrase? You, you don't have to buy the cow to get the milk or yeah. something. And he goes, oh, you better... If you don't watch it, one of these days I'm going to come buy that I'm cow. I'm start milking milk, that cow. Milking that and she's cow. like, you better have more hands. Yeah. And I'm like, and oh he, my God. And then he raises his hands yeah. like claws and goes... <laughs> If I was able to ask questions of the people who made this, I would say, why did you do this? Yeah. It's like, it's, that subplot it's very cruel it. to, yeah. to the woman, and it makes him look like a real jerk. Because what does he do? It's like, basically, this dude is a tomcat. Yeah. Because he goes, he leaves this, and he's driving his truck, and he sees Diane just coincidentally driving by, and he gets this look, and he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa and he chases her. It's like a car chase. He, he, he runs he, her down. He runs her down and runs her off. He pulls in front of her. Now, however, Diane actually finds this slightly charming. 
Yes. I mean, I will say, William Shatner, the confidence is a very, I could see that. Well, she goes, you guys call it in this part's wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah, because she he, she thought he went to see his quote unquote girl. So basically she's saying, you just went for a quickie yeah. and now you're over here. That's gross. You're gross. And he picks her up and puts her in the passenger seat and drives off in her car. You're kind of pretty for a girl. What? So many things wrong. Yeah. But she's charmed by it. Nobody drives upset. my car. She's a little upset. And when she gets to dinner, she's a little sour. But then she really lightens up, you know, once he gets her to laugh or everything like that. And then everything's fine. Oh, but then at dinner, yeah, that's when he that's that's when they have the conversation about, you know, you're the only one who's uptight about you being a woman. Yeah. And then I think what really gets her is, is she goes, why does everyone call you Rack? And he has this story that, I'm sorry, I think it's supposed to be moving or something. And I just went, that's a dumb story. So basically, his younger brother... Was a better pool player than him. Yeah. So yeah. he had to rack, didn't, didn't rack the work, cues all didn't the time. Didn't like working. He'd say, oh, you're not going to have money to spend on the girls. So they'd play pool. And then his brother would steal all his money. And that's basically his job. And he'd say, rack them. And it just caught on. I guess. He must have lost a, a lot of pool games. Well, and wouldn't you catch on at some point? Yeah. That, you know, dude. Like maybe don't play your brother. So that's that. And then anyway. she said, oh, does he live around here? He goes, no, no, he died in Nam. Yeah. And that's, it's I day think Day two. It's like, yep. Yeah. Is it day two? I'm not, time doesn't <laughs> no, no. exist. No, he said he oh, died yeah. in Nam in like his yeah. second day. Yes. Because no, it's getting close to the end of the first night because they do go back to her place and she's looking at film and he gets really close and smells her. She does break down because he wants. He why are the spiders doing it? She explains, you know, what we're doing is making it happen. Yeah, DDT is killing off their food supply. And, and so para, Paratheon is yeah. the one they use here. I think I wrote yeah. it down. The real poisonous yeah. one that's banned. A lot of stuff that's now banned yeah. is was being used. But yeah, he's he goes and sniffs her. Just keeps trying to like yeah. get her in bed. She's concerned. She goes, they're they're typically cannibalistic. They're individuals, and but they're not fighting. And he's like, well, maybe they found love. It's ridiculous. This guy's the veterinarian for the area, and all of these animals are dying, and he doesn't care. But he finally gets that kiss, but the spider, the tarantula she had taken from the Colby farm, escapes its little tin can, and also like, bum, bum, bum. It was kind of a funny moment where like, ah, we're going to... One good thing the spiders did. (laughs) But they decide, they go, let's burn the hill tonight. It is interesting. She is kind of acting... Like, what you would do in this part. Like, I think in a rural community like this, if you were faced with this, you would go and burn this. And she's not like, oh, at first, she's not like, oh, we shouldn't do this. Like, we should stop and save these things. She's like, that's probably a decent idea at this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we we find out that uh, she did some research and there was, like, what, 30 or, like, 30 or 50 pets that have gone missing. Yes. Like, the last month or two. He's a vet of the town. And he acts surprised at that number. And I'm thinking, is he day drinking all the time with that Miller High Life in the sheriff? I think it's a con. <laughs> I think he's ran a con in this town, and he's not really a vet. He's just such a goof. But they go to burn it. Colby has the same idea. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's like, I'm down. burning this tonight. <laughs> like, we got you, we got you. We're with you, Colby. And then it gets like deathly quiet. It was like hammer statement. You know? yeah. <laughs> Before they can do get out there, this bull breaks out of. It's pen covered in spiders, falls down dead, 1,500-pound animal, and it hurts Colby. And they say, hey, Colby, you should go into town. Birch, you take him into town. Maybe you should stay there. And Birch, his wife, goes, lady, this is our home, and ain't no damn spiders going to run us out. So they go to burn the hill. Like you said, the, the, 
these are smart spiders. They go, we're going to get out of this burning hill. And that ends... Day two since she hit town. Yeah, day two since she hit town. The next day... And this is the more western part because they go out for the ride. He invites Diane. Once a week, I take my niece out to allow my sister-in-law to go and work at the general store. It is a very odd situation it's terrible because because his sister-in-law is like how long are you staying in this town and when they go off to ride she goes inside and just breaks down and And the music music is great it's all over the place it's so it is dude but it's just so thoughtless of him he is i I, yeah he's a cad that's i wrote i wrote cad a rack i i cheers to that that's good that's a good one that's a good one buddy everybody knows he's a cad because even emma's like oh you mean you haven't been out to eat with him already? That's surprising. Well, anyway, they go out for the ride, and this is very Western. They're it's beautiful. beautiful. Sedona is beautiful. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful area, and he's and he's talking about it's just pretty up here. Meanwhile, Colby, I don't know what he's doing, but he's driving away, and his his wife wanted. We want me to go with you. Like, no, I just need time to think. And his arms in a sling, and he's driving. And as Rack, they're looking out. They see, and he goes, "Oh, look." There's Colby's truck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just driving along. And he goes, it's a nice thing about living in a place like this. Everybody knows everybody. And I think it's interesting that Diane has come across this tarantula hill, this spider hill that is completely out of place, out of the norm. And no one is paying attention to Rack's niece as she's playing. And you get that spider cam again. You think, oh, they're going to go after the little girl. And meanwhile, Colby <laughs> yeah. is just do- doing his thing, driving along, and the tarantulas crawl up behind him, and they're crawling over, and he doesn't notice them, yeah. and he puts down the visor, and spiders <laughs> fall on him, and he's he's done. He's going crazy. And then the, the girl, the, the horses are getting spooked. Yeah. Uh, Jason, the entomologist, they find completely unheard of behavior from spiders, and she doesn't call in backup. I mean, I would think you would... I need to call the university and let them know that there's something odd. We have something very strange going on. Mm. Let's go spend the day riding. As she said, it's so beautiful out here, it's like a vacation. She's not sure Uh, when she's going to go back. What the hell? Do you guys know what you're doing? The horses are getting spooked. You think, holy crap, are they going to do it? Are they going to kill a child? No. They ride back, and as they're driving, they come across the police scene where Colby's car has gone over side and he, he's died and rack just kind of commandeers the thing yeah. they're like i don't know how we're gonna get down there he goes let me i'll give you a hand and then he just grabs the rope and kind of repels down which we another jaws moment yeah. because they kind of open they go to open the door trucks upside down yeah. and colby's head falls into frame covered with webs just like when they go under the boat and jaws yeah so i'm assuming that in a small town the mayor and the the mayor the sheriff and the town vet they make a lot of decisions because they're allowed to decide if they're going to spray DDT over the entire population of the town. <laughs> There's a lot of power in small towns to those three pinnacle I mean, positions. I guess, maybe. I don't <laughs> then they decide to check in with Colby's wife. The sheriff has to go tell her your husband's dead. He does and a she, and horrible, she, horrible job. Because she just kept going, you know, you're going to quarantine us. She thinks he's, <laughs> yeah. he's there to quarantine like, them. Colby's, he's going to have a heart attack when he hears this. And it's like, oh, oh no, you know, I wouldn't worry. He's not going to have a heart attack. Good news is he won't have a heart attack. <laughs> Bad news is because he's dead. And he's covered in webs. But then they show this spider on a wood pile. And I, Jason, it's like the spider's watching going, yeah. Yeah, we did that. The spider is sort of looking on <laughs> because they're thinking. The spider didn't have a little switchblade at the time. <laughs> totally. Like, Dad, we told you. We told you. That's a nice house. Too bad if something happened to it. Well, it turns out there wasn't just one spider hill at the Colby's. 
there's like 20 or 30 hills. And this is where you should start raising flags. Get on the phone. It's like, hey, we have a a severe issue here. Evacuate the town. Dude, the moment, I mean, the moment it took down the calf, I'd be going, you need to think about it. But when a, like a 1500 pound bull falls down dead, covered with spiders, that's about the time you say call and National Guard say, you know, we, we need to evacuate yeah. this but the, town. But the mayor says, let's just burn them all or let's just like spray pesticides everywhere. And she's like, you're ignorant to his face. And she, But her solution is like... Ignorant men in your stupid DDT. <laughs> she's like, we should use natural predators like birds and rats. I'm thinking... Yeah. <laughs> like, how many birds and rats are you going to find? I know. Well, and I, I lo- First of all, I love the mayor's reaction because he just goes... When she says rats, he's like, oh! <laughs> Second of all... She's not using her thinking brain. No. She's an entomologist. She just she's been watching this thing take down fifteen hundred pound bulls and human beings, and she's going. I think birds and rats can solve this problem. <laughs> what the hell? I would say evacuate. Then the town's the, gonna have a rat problem. Yes, it's gonna have a bird problem. I would problem. say evacuate the town, evacuate the valley, and burn everything. You know what I mean? She goes, Mayor. Are, are you willing to take responsibility? He goes, well, the sheriff is in charge. It's like so oily. Such that greasy movie mayor. I don't take any responsibility. No, no, I'm going to help the sheriff. So if this goes sideways, the sheriff's going to take a hit. Yeah. Because then he tells him, get the Baron. Because, of course, we saw a biplane earlier in the movie. It's foreshadowing. Yeah. And they call him the Baron. Dust. Yes, the crop duster. And he says, get him. And he goes, hey, mayor, you know, this Paratheon, I got to get state. Get up. That stuff is banned. And he says, I got to get, and he goes, oh, ho, ho, ho. We're going to cut through all this red tape. Go ahead and do it. And they say, don't get it on the town. When you're flying over the town and just dropping it from an airplane, try not to spread it on the population of the town. Because, Jason, because, Get the spider hills. When you're spraying (laughs) a liquid aerosol out out of a plane flying around, it's going to go where you want it to go. It doesn't travel at all. I would not trust this man because he knows that he's going after tarantulas and he draws on yeah he, ha- he has like creatures like apparently since he's been spraying pesticides when they take down like a an invasive species that's bothered a crop he puts a picture of it. he draws a tarantula I I honestly don't know what that what he drew was I, mean, I that I is can't, not any, I can't like, draw my way out of a paper bag and I'm I and I I thought ooh he's gonna go get an amoeba yeah what the hell is going did draw, on did he draw Mr Peanut what is like, yeah it's like, the worst <laughs> ever and and I went. I, and then he gets up, Jason, and is the he just has the most shrill, cowardly scream. He gets up in the plane. Of course, the, the spiders know this, so they go, "Well, we're gonna go get in the plane." And no one saw that. No one saw like a line of spiders, like, like be really quiet. We're going to slowly walk over to the plane. You know, no one's going to see doing like, a no sneaky walk. This? Just doing a Michael Palin sneaky yeah. walk type deal. No, it's great though because the guy yes, he's I can't even do it. But it is the most cowardly. Just ah, ah, he's just screaming, 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 and then he crashes, Jason. And I swear to God, I've listened to this so many times. He ends up crashing. They're they're watching, and and people are going, "Well, what's he doing? He's going over the town. I mean, it's flying all over the place." And then he comes in, of course, crash into Earl's gas station, blows up and stuff. Yeah. I swear to God, somebody goes, somebody call the paramedics. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think Rack says that. He goes, someone go get help. And I'm like, well, why, why don't you get no, help? No, because right after, someone says, somebody get the paramedics. And he goes, oh, forget it. He's yeah, dead. He's dead. You know? She has this line after this. They're sitting around. And she says, there are many theories about what would happen if the insect world turned on man. 
and in none of them does man come out on top. And I, I wrote that down tonight. I'm like, wait a second. I need to read these theories. <laughs> Who in the government is like, we need to we need to be concerned if ladybugs should ever take over the United States. I mean, not the ladybugs. I mean, I, it's if... Grasshoppers. I, I mean, I've heard similar things because if you think about just where we live... Ants. You have black widows. People are always freaked out, but when they bite, it's almost like... I, I heard the numbers... It's over 50% of the time it's called a dry bite. There's no venom involved. Because if Black Widows wanted to, we'd be dead right now. If they really just wanted to go... They really wanted to take over the world. If, if, <laughs> if, if, if somehow this happened, because these are damn thinking spiders. If those things started doing that, we'd be in some trouble. But I, I want to buy a book that has these theories and because she goes and none of these basically scenarios do we come out on top i'm like i would also read this scenario analysis where like we can't come out on top to beat these insects anyway because they go oh they they didn't he didn't get out to the hills someone should get out to birch colby yeah and we go to birch colby and she's in her house with a gun shooting spiders on the floor and she has a spider on her hand she, has she shoots she, at her she, she shoots oh her my gosh. she shoots her freaking hand off <laughs> i was like wait a second no i went maybe they basic might basic firearm safety <laughs> and i don't care how scared you are you just go ah you do the little hand wave she shoots her freaking hand off jason well that's the whole I, time i feel like i didn't i didn't recall that when i from when i was a kid i think they probably that was something that was edited out the whole time, even with Baron the pilot, like if I get a small bug crawling up my neck or shirt, you feel it. So when you have a tarantula that's, you know, the size of a potato crawling up you, you're going to feel it. But also, rather than go crazy, you do what Willie Rack does later on, which is basically you just like shoo them or throw it. Like instead of crashing and going, ah, I'm going to crash, he could have picked one off, throw it outside the airplane, pick another one, throw it on an airplane. The same with. With Colby's wife, where it seemed like it was like that steamroller uh, moment in Austin Powers, yeah. where the tarantulas are not moving fast, but they're in her house, and she's like backing up in a corner, and I'm like, well, well just they don't jump. There's a window. They don't fly. There's a window behind you. Yeah, you know, you just go. And why are you shooting at them? You know what'd be more effective? Stepping on. Them. Yeah, <laughs> you're shooting at them, and then you shoot your hand off. <laughs> You shoot your hand off. What the hell? But then Terry, we go to Terry and Linda's. This is a cool visual because Terry's and she's dude. She's making a sandwich and she's got chips. And every time I see that, it just takes me back to being a little kid when like your you mom, know that's a bologna and cheese sandwich. You yes, you know your mom. It's like ham and cheese maybe, mm-hmm. but it's just like white bread with sandwich mm-hmm. paper plate and then just chips. Yep. Lay, and I Lay's thought, originals. Oh. Every time I watch that, I go. Oh man, that would be great right now. I would totally love that. Like, I almost went and bought the fixins, and I don't usually keep white bread around, and you know, just fixins for that. I'm like, this is great. I'm just gonna sit in shorts and a t-shirt and eat a picnic lunch. But it's a cool visual because she's calling Linda, and Linda's like, no, I don't want to come in. Linda's on a swing, and there's just an army of spiders crawling under her. And it's really that's cool. That is a pretty yeah. cool visual. And you're you're going, oh, you know what? That's the solution. Everyone get in swings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but her mom sees it, runs out, and I mean, you gotta if you're making this movie, you gotta have the spiders doing things. But it's I mean, we keep going back to it. She runs out to save her daughter, and she just falls down, 
the spiders get her and she falls down she dies and i feel bad because i thought oh i thought they were going to do something more with that character that's cruel yeah that was cruel what they did so they you know rack and diane come get the girl and he goes over and again she just got swarmed by spiders and died and he goes over and gets on his knees and is checking her out. I know. <laughs> like, what about the spiders? What, what, we, I think what we need to study is what what are you giving off that makes the spiders not chase you? So they end up, they got to go to Washburn Lodge. Because they're going to hold up. It becomes a siege movie for the last 20 minutes. The, the action movie. really picks up. The yeah. action really picks up at this point. Yeah. Again, Jason, the idea of it being kind of Western-like. Yeah. Think of it as, you know, you got the quiet little town. Yeah. Under and siege. From, like, the drunken outlaws. Yeah. And, and this is when Diane says they have organized themselves into an aggressive army. <laughs> well, because they go out there, they're freaking out. And Emma's going, what's going on? And they're like, no, nothing. And she's like, what's going on? She really has to finally put the foot down in order to find out what's going on. And then the Johnsons come in and they go, what the hell? They're like, they're, they're hundreds. We turned around, we are getting the motor, motor home ready. And we turn around and there's hundreds of them staring at us. And go, what? And they're like spiders. And I thought that would be a little unsettling if he felt like there was a bunch of spiders standing there staring at Because spiders don't bother me. Yeah. And, and I have and, no issue with spiders. And his thing is like, well, maybe it's a tradition like this. Well, let's come back to Capistrano. Maybe yes. well, like he, the tarantulas come back to Camp Verde. The great thing is he doesn't even say swat. Follows, yeah. you know, the, birds. the birds it's a tradition the birds <laughs> yes this is when the thousands of spiders Spiders's come back, back and stare at people <laughs> but i mean that's the point get out in your motorhome yeah i mean they do try and it's like uh, the, when they open the door and spiders are always like on the door falling in and then they go out and it's a funny little line because brack and diane go out and they're looking and there are spiders everywhere yeah. and he goes how does it feel to be on the other end of the microscope and she goes not funny and he goes, not meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> and then the sheriff rolls up. And this is an example where he rolls up and clearly... Oh, before that, though, you're supposed to go get old Fred. Oh, yeah. And old Fred is cocoon. And that was one of the images I remembered as a kid. When I watched yeah. this on TV as it's a It's a scary kid. image. Yeah, because they open the door and there he is wrapped up in a cocoon of spider web. And spiders are crawling mm. all over. And you know he's food. You know what I mean? It's like they're going to liquefy your insides and then suck it out. That's what spiders do. It's pretty fascinating. But, yeah, that one always, like, stuck in my head. But, yeah, the sheriff, I don't know why he comes out. Yeah, he rolls up. He just and, drives out. And he is going rolling on. over. Like, he is rolling. And this is something like, well, this is an easy solution. He is rolling up slowly. He's slowly crushing all the tarantulas on the road. And I'm like, well, why don't you go into his car and leave with him? Because he clearly cleared Killed thousands of tarantulas <laughs> coming up this road. There's nothing that can be done. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. Nothing that but can be he done. He just arrives and he says, Verde Valley is cut off. And then, But then he decides, but I'm going to need to leave and go back and check on the town center. I don't understand why they brought his character in, except for Emma and him reestablished a bond. Yeah, because there's been a whole thing. Because she wore him out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they had a thing. They they've had a thing, and there's a past with them, and she's into him and all that. Yeah, it is a little odd because then he does. He just leaves, and I understand he's the sheriff. He's in charge of the town piece, but at the same time, I also say, when your town's overrun by mutant spiders, all bets are off. Yeah. 
Because then he, ha- it's the scene that I think a lot of people as a kid, I remember this scene, is that he drives back down to the town center of Verde Valley, and it is a complete chaos. Spiders are everywhere, the town is running amok, and you think he's going to get out, but he actually dies because of a water tower crashing over. Oh my god, it's so terrible. Dude, and, there, and there's one moment, because he's driving through them, they show you know people with spiders on, yeah. they show people wrapped up in yeah. cocoons on the street, and there is one moment, it just really gets me for some reason, there's a woman running like down like i don't know what you call like the sidewalk is like a raised sidewalk that they have in the old western towns and she's pushing a baby carriage and every time i saw it i just i i don't know why it just really got to me i went oh man they're pretty much saying like this baby's gonna die yeah Spiders are going to I don't win. like that. The spy, you know, this yeah. is over. So, yeah, he does. He, people are swarming his car, yeah. and it's great because if you watch, and it's Clyde's car. Yeah. Because it is. It's got the big hay bale, but yeah. it's not Clyde driving it. It's, <laughs> unless, unless that's like a thing out there. But it, this guy comes up, runs over the mayor, and if you watch, you see that the stunt driver, like, hit his brakes before he hit the mayor, and then he has to build up speed to go hit the water tower, <laughs> and poor Gene, the sheriff, gets squished by the water I know. tower. I felt bad for him. I kind of did, but I also I went, you know, your sheriff duties end when the mayor's like, shoot poison all over the mutant spiders. And we should have mentioned right before this, when they were back at the lodge, a Diane finally mentioned, oh, you know what kills these? Do you have fire extinguishers? Because they'll, they'll kill them. Okay, this is great. And, and I'm it, like, it, why didn't you show that day one? <laughs> Emma's a business owner yeah. with a kitchen and a bar. And she goes, do you have fire extinguishers? And she goes, ah, I think so. <laughs> I think there are a couple in the kitchen. I know it's the not now, but... Uh, we don't partake in that yeah, high-tech, high-falutin exactly, West Coast of fire big, extinguishers. Big city. That's a big city. What do you think? We're made of money? And then also, Emma's like going to cook because you still got to cook. And the spiders come flowing yeah. through the fan. Yeah. So that's a whole deal. And they're spray- spraying yeah. that stuff down. And she kind of has a feeling Gene's dead. Yeah. They're, the AC's not working, and it's turned. What's great is they started coming in through the chimney, yeah. so they start a fire, and then everyone goes, "Man, it's hot!" And I think, "Well, you got a fire going." Yeah. And then she goes, "The AC's on," and they go, "Well, hmm, let's check. These stupid spiders are smart. They clogged up the AC because they know these things like the cool air. So they're gonna then because their spiders jammed it up. My God, Jason. Yeah, they're doomed. They're doomed, and it's." <laughs> And it's, then the lights go out. The they lights lose go power. Out. Yeah. And sh- this is like some classic Shatner acting right here, man. Because he goes down into the basement. It's full of spiders. It's not too. Wor- he doesn't seem too concerned about that. The spiders have got to the fuse box, yeah. and he sees a rat. That yeah. freaked me out. All those spiders th- are wearing rubber shoes. <laughs> <laughs> They're but staying grounded. He does see a rat, <laughs> yeah. and his spider is exactly. killing the rat. That one rat made me more uncomfortable than all the spiders in the world and he said apparently it had a little piece of filament on it like tied around it and he said so when it it was supposed to like jump at him and he's like all of a sudden he's like it jumped and then it's just swinging there hanging from his string he's like that creeped me out i'm like good good man he's getting this the fuse changed because they had fuses back then and then all of a sudden the spiders like clearly in in a window behind him they Jump them. The spiders jump them, basically. And he's like, ah, just doing this. Oh, this Captain Kirk. Uh, uh, movement. And he crawls upstairs. And oh, and he's got a spider on his face. He's getting bit up. He should be dead, but he's racked. And so we get up to the next morning. He still survives. 
And this is the classic ending scene. I'm going to let you end it because it's your movie choice. But he goes to the window and he peels off a piece of this wood. Well, it's great because he wants to open the door. And they say, Rack, don't open the door. You'll let him in. And he's like, "Ah, I'm just going to look. Emma goes, why don't you just pull one of the boards off the window? We would have heard him if they broke the glass because they were breaking glass earlier. And he goes, well, if it makes you feel better. (laughs) Kind of a jerk. He goes over. Meanwhile, they're getting the radio going, and they find a station. It is really strange because it's like this happy country yeah. station. The guy's going, hey, this is a beautiful day to start. And they're going to start with some good old country music. That's a great way to start the day. Here's Dorsey Burnett <laughs> in his country. What does he call them? In his country kickers? His kicker liquors or something? Oh, let's, uh, let's, let's, get, let's get into some Dorsey Burnett and his country kicker pickers and their salute to peaceful Verde Valley. And the opening song yeah. starts. And he look. He's he's looking out, and he goes, "Oh dear God!" He has a total Captain Kirk, S- sweet Jesus, yeah. and he kind of backs away, and everyone comes over and looks, and they look out, and everything's covered with webs. Yeah. And then we get the exterior shot, and it's panning out, it's pulling out the whole the town. entire freaking valley is completely covered with webs. They're done. The spiders won. It's one of the greatest. It's Kingdom of the Spiders. Yeah. No, it was a yeah. great ending. It was a downer of an ending. That's, uh, that one stuck. I remember seeing that as a kid and going, holy But smokes. the music at the end makes it a little lighter because the it's Dorothy Verde Valley. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. it. That's the end. That, that movie ends in such a dystopian way. It's I think it's fantastic. I love it. It is a good, solid B movie. There's not a single person who does a bad job acting in this movie. Mm-mm. And, you know... Juan Bud Cardos, as a director, I know that he did one of my favorites, The Dark. He had worked for Al Adamson. He does a decent job directing this movie. Oh, this movie is tight. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like we say it over and over. It's like B doesn't mean bad. Listen to our a first solid episode. Movie. We explain what the B movie is. B movies, they are, but you can make a good movie with a low budget. This didn't have a huge budget. No. A lot of the budget went to spiders. Went to the spiders. <laughs> and you, you know? have Shatner being Shatner, and he is and at the peak. Shatner's. He's a good-looking, you know, forty-year-old man who's confident as a town vet. <laughs> he is, and I mean, and I mean, seriously, riding a horse. I did. I've I've ridden a horse a couple times in my life. I would not be terribly confident on a yeah. horse because yeah. it, it, it's not just a matter of sitting in the saddle. There's a lot. I have neighbors who were in rodeos, so it's like I grew up around horses and I've seen people on them. It takes. It's a skill. Yeah. And he, he he was riding that horse. He is at ease in you, this movie. Yeah, it, that is exactly it. It's just, it, it's a cool movie. Yeah. It's got good scares. It's not gory. It's something that kids could watch. I don't, I mean, it, it is scary. And if kids are scared of spiders, but it, there's not gore, there's not nudity, exactly. there's not swearing. No. It's a fun movie. Yeah. There was an idea for a sequel, but anyway, it didn't happen. I'm kind of glad because this movie is a standalone yeah. It's just cool as hell. You would recommend it, right? Oh, absolutely. I would recommend this. It's a good, solid movie. And I was thinking about all the other spider horror movies that I like. And I was trying to think of a modern one, you know, in the last, like, ten years that I oh. really enjoy. And do you have one? Because I have one that I think is actually, it's more tongue-in-cheek in this, but I actually really enjoy it. Have you ever seen Big Ass Spider? It's a modern B-movie that you were like, that's actually a fun movie. I really like this movie. Yeah. I have no problems recommending this. I mean, thing. I own it. I yeah. own a special edition DVD <laughs> that, that I saw. And I saw it at the local music store. That our record store has it. And when I saw it, I got super excited. I went, "Oh my god, King of the Spiders!" I'm buying that. And I watched it. And I went, 
wow, I haven't seen this in forever. This holds up great. It's it's a cool movie. Yeah. And in, in the 70s, you had mentioned this. Of course, there was Jaws. There was Food of the Gods. There was Night the of the Leapus, Swarm. Yeah. Phase 4. Yeah. Um, Empire of the Ants. Grizzly. Prophecy. Alligator. No. Alligator, absolutely. <laughs> Keep an eye out for that. <laughs> Piranha. No, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I don't often, I'd even throw like It's Alive in there. Yeah. You know, but it was like a lot of where like the 50s. Nature's revenge. In the 50s, you had all these radiation, you know, nuclear bombs, you know, were, were new. So it was like that was going to cause, it was going to be radiation. In the 70s, it became like pesticides, what we're doing to the earth, um, pollution and stuff like that. And nature fighting back, turning against us for what we're doing. Because we know what happens sometimes if you're trying to fight nature. Because sometimes you turn people into zombies. Absolutely. Yeah, with like sound waves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways I would absolutely recommend 100% um, I would totally recommend Tarantula Hill thank oh, you yeah. guys absolutely big thank you the Tarantula Hill IPA it's just rock solid you know it's like there are so many different ways people can go with beer and they put all sorts of stuff in beer these days and it's like it's fun it's fun to try different things but sometimes I'm like I just want a straight up IPA and this one's this one's ringing my bell right now absolutely just hops spot it's, on it's uh, citrusy it's good Cheers, bud. Cheers. So grab yourself, King of the Spiders, Big Ass Spider, Tarantula, exclamation point, a bunch of I did, Tarantula no, wh- Hill IPAs. Where did you watch this? Because I own it. I watched it I on... Know, YouTube, I know, has... I watched the Internet Archive. Yes, okay. And I watched it on Amazon Prime, which actually has the Rift Tracks overlay. Okay. Um, so I watched on Internet Archive several times, and then... Pretty but good. you mentioned there's a nice Blu-ray DVD that has a bunch of extras on it. Mine isn't actually a Blu-ray. It's no. an old school DVD, which is weird to say DVDs are old school. <laughs> but sadly, it has a commentary. It's with uh, the director, a spider wrangler, but it doesn't have William Shatner. It has an interview with Shatner as, a, an, as an extra. Well, that probably wraps this episode up then. Huh? I think so, buddy. <laughs> so please like, subscribe, and comment wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram. Facebook, and Twitter. And check out our website. This is Beer and Movies. I'm Jason. And I'm Michael.